Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth I am Maya to Worry A Call to Action I do not want us to listen to this event with just a passing curiosity. For those who have a sense of discernment and the need to know what it is that we can do to start shedding light in a very dark place, please listen on. For those who are themselves in trouble and cannot at this time afford to contribute to this call to action, that is okay. You may listen on, but you're not being asked to do anything at all that you're not compelled to do. My question is, why should the darkness, the opacity of darkness and the audacity of evil continue to reign in our communities and neighborhoods throughout the world with such a plum, with such vigor, with such unabashed passion, and so anonymously, with such complete immunity from being stopped in these egregious actions against humanity. Now, as many of you may have learned, I have been a target by big corporations, I'm sure, for quite a number of years. My experiences are manifold. The depths to which evil can penetrate is actually quite enormous, quite the vortex, quite strategic, quite stratified, and so on and so on. I could write tomes about the methodology that these evil perpetrators penetrate into the individual lives of people they are targeting. But above all, there is a small number of very rich, very wealthy, very, I would say, impoverished at their spirit level, rich in their pocketbooks. That level of men and women who dare to control, who dare to rule above societal laws, the civil rights, human rights, etc., and so on. This type of darkness has sprouted from perhaps the beginning of time and certainly in the last many centuries, as far back as we could trace it. It has had tremendous toxic impact upon the world's nature, mother nature, the earth, our air, our elements, our food, and everything that is deemed 
sacred, every sacrosanct nourishment and sustenance for humanity and all of its species are all at risk. At the very center core of this ideology is something that you could call neoliberalism, but don't be concerned about that word. I'll be writing more about that in my next tome. But in the meantime, whatever the ideology is, however it had come about, whatever names are given to it, why should we sit back and allow such darkness to pervade in so many millions of lives of targeted individuals around the world that no one, so few, address? And so few want to know about it, and even many more do nothing about it. So many of our leaders, Napoleon, talked about the fact that it isn't so much the dangers of, of evil and evil actions, but the danger truly lies in those who sit silent, watch it, and do nothing about it. We know that hatred prevails. But this psychology, the psychology of targeted individuals and those who are targeting them, has a very different nature. The anatomy of its nature, it's not prejudice and hatred and racial divide, so much, all of that is in the mix. But the ideology behind it is to eradicate individuals that they feel threaten their evil mission, be it what they call uh, those people whistleblowers, be it the very poor and indigenous and, and ethnic backgrounds of people that they use as experiment to to ferret out whatever they need to test and prove on the human person, or those like myself, whose very message, whose very teachings, whose very persona rubs them the wrong way. And there are many of us. This call to action is not about your gathering here. I'm now in the southeast sector of Albuquerque huge high crime area in the, in the United States, by the way, um, not far from the Kirkwood Military Air Force Base, not far from an area they called War Zone, but they have renamed it the International District, which has its own humor. But putting all of that aside, I am not calling you to action to come and parade the square block that has held me hostage here in this neighborhood. They are attempting to hold me hostage, but let me clarify that. I am cautious about my movement, and the amount of incursions, the amount of nightly invasion, the amount of what they do and the depth to which they go to anchor the, the water system through the, the local water authority or the, the sewer system through the local sewer authority or the electrical system, and all of these people are complicit. 
And so we're looking at victimization at its greatest level. The victimization of people who are forced or coerced into doing things they would never otherwise do. Decent people, like my neighbors, most of whom are complicit in this, and many more who understand this is going on, and have been made silent. Now, I know that these good souls are not doing this just for the fun of it. I know that they feel complicit in so many ways, the psychology of how they are worked over, along with the bonuses and gifts that are given, new roofs, new pavements, new uh, water systems, new electrical system, new plumbing system, uh, new whatever it is they need, are all the briberies that sweeten the deal for them. But you could see, you could see the cognitive dissonance in their, in their being, not that I am so, I am concerned about them as human people. Everyone has decency in them. But I am concerned about the fact that they have been so compromised that they allow this crazy behavior to escalate to the point that it has right around them, right in front of them, with their properties being used, with their personnel being used, with their own systems being used, and with constantly under watch. Their entire life is now in this entire square block of Ross uh, place southeast going around to Morningside and the Jackson um, and Jackson Street there and then Quincy. The entire square block is completely immersed in the goings-on that happens at my residence. That is victimization. That is victimization of an entire neighborhood by their permission. Now, where, are, where is this brigade of light? Where are the light workers? Where is the light army? Is it only on social media that we are able to espouse our ideas and ideologies and all the brilliant quotes from the Radiant Sutras and the Vedas and, and the Buddhist philosophies and the great Rumi and whatever else? I would like to know where the army of light brigades really do light. We need to find the courage. We need to find the stamina. We need to find the vigor to go out there and outnumber these clowns in the middle of the night as they parade the streets, surveilling for those who are doing the attacks on the home. And also the drone system. We can have our own drone system that counteracts their drone system. We can find individuals such as myself, and we can form a community of light brigade that goes around and do the exact same routine that they do at nights to make our presence be felt. Now, this is not about a call to action to protect me. I have been protecting myself through the grace of the Goddess Mother, for a very long time. It has taken its toll on the physiological, emotional, and psychic body, but spirit is strong. 
And it is from this place that I call you to action. I call you to the action of bringing forth the army of light. Those of you who know, we can find the numbers of people that are being targeted. It is no secret. So many sites that talk about it, that people who are sharing their angst and anxiety and absolute uh, the frustration at having no help, at having no one, because the the methodology used for the targeted individuals such as myself is quite incredibly brilliant it is brilliant in the depth of its darkness and that brilliance is about the strategy of alienation alienating the targeted individual so that they're not believed by their community their friends their family so that they're put aside in my own life where I have influenced so many hundreds of thousands of people in the 35 years of my work, I have found only a handful who can actually listen to a little bit of the story, not even 10% of the story, because it just wipes out any sense of, 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 of who we are. It is so mind-boggling that it becomes so disturbing for people. And then the many more whose aid I sought over so many years, people I have known for so long, have taught for so long, have given so much to, these very people who became complicit as well in the attacks and the abuse in their homes. And of course, there are those precious souls that I can still turn to who know what is going on and who do their best to envelop me with their love and their worthiness. I am not blaming anyone. I'm simply telling you that all of the people, the perpetrators, are victims too. Who do you think they used to do the night operation of breaking through the roof and cutting it apart and breaking through the walls and re relocating windows, not just opening windows, because if they're sealed, then they just relocate them. And of course, who do you think they have doing the work? These poor, fragile, young men who are limber and agile and who can be used, and who lay themselves out to be preyed upon. And many are drug addicts. So we can just guess what their payoff is from these scurrilous characters that are supervising the immediate vicinity, and they are not the architects of what's going on. They're simply players, but they're players with a bit of of clout, they are players with a bit of money. I, you know, it is so interesting. I can tell you the two homes that are that are reading the surveillance that happens in my property. I can point out so many of the players that are in the immediate neighborhood, not just the watchers and the neighbors who are who are uh, whose on cloths are being used, but I'm talking about half the name, not half really, but I would say a good. 15 to 20% of the neighborhood drives around without their license plate or the license plate is somewhere inside of the rear glass window. Why? Because I had a habit of taking photographs of the license plates of those I knew who were very involved. 
And so now, as I said, 20% of the neighborhood drives around without license plates. It, it's quite actually funny. It is, it is ludicrous, but it is what it is. The services of our EMS supposed to be taken care of people who are dire in dire need, especially now during the time of these viruses and so much of our own alienation from the things that we love to do and used to do and the movement and mobility of each other. And they are busy at nights working it or day working it out. Helicopters that are owned by the city or city services, governmental services are busy involved in the situation. The military is involved in it. They're misusing their equipment. They're misusing uh, whatever it is at their disposal to be part of it. And I so hate to talk about the police force because I've always had the highest regard for these men and women who put their lives on the line all the time to scour out the scourge of our societies and make it a better place to live. They are victimized as well because they have been made silent. And so the authority above them that that speaks is betokened to the authority above them that is betokened to the authority above them and then whoever knows what the invisible architects are because none of these people who are involved ever know who the architects are. They are so well enclosed in their anonymity, in their immunity, in their selfish self of they can do it and get away with it, and that is what they call their power. Well, let me remind you that light travels much faster than darkness does. So why are we being engulfed by darkness? When there are so many light energies out there and light-spirited people out there, why can't we mobilize the community to go after the known targets, to go after protecting or just really doing precisely emulating, if I may say so, copying exactly the movement of the dark, the darkness. When we are all, this is so many great leaders, political, social, humanitarian leaders have said to us, that when we give that clout of, of anonymity to these people that are doing dangerous, toxic, and destructive actions, then we begin to lose so much of the essence of our own spirit, our own soul, our own purpose, and our own journey. I have seen only in the last six months since moving here to this city, I have seen not uh, only the destruction of my property, which is unbelievable, and if we were to do the investigation, but here again, who to do it? Every contractor that is hired works for them. And I don't say this as an exaggeration. If they don't work for them the minute they come here, they work for them the minute they leave here. And so basically, even if one could afford it, how do you go and dig out all of the underground plumbing and go into the depths of the wall where they have put in their own electrical conduits or go up to the roof where they have pasted on whatever they need to, to, to have access through that? This it sounds so 
implausible, but let me assure you it is part of the reality. And we must face up to that. We must face up to the fact that there are some credible people, such as myself, who can tell you about it, who have experienced it and lived it for more than 4,000 days and nights. And I can assure you, I am saner now than I have ever been in my whole life. And I don't think there is much to be said for that complete inured sanity because so much has been taken, so many losses, and I'm not just talking about material losses, I'm talking about the losses of time, the losses of the strides in my purpose, the loss of my privacy, the loss of my individual freedom and my own spiritual will at work, that has been compromised. Look, there is perhaps a reason for all of it, given the purpose that I have been granted in this life. I don't think we take to our purpose or develop it or learn it. I, I think we can always learn and become better at it, but I think that it's a grant. It's a divine boon. It's a staff of life given to us way before we were even born. But getting back to this situation of a call to action... This is sort of way vast wielding my talk to you today. But I'm hoping that we can take the nuggets from it and we could start to generate the sort of focus that gives us the identities of, of, of targets. They're all over the website, so many websites about it. And, and begin in their neighborhood, in those neighborhood, to put a system that's simply a surveilling watch system, not, not anything illegal, but driving around the areas we know that are being scouted and that are being traversed at night. I can assure you these characters are on my premises at least seven hours a night. And they do take breaks and they go into the enclave of the neighbors uh, where they're being, um, where they're being sheltered for, that, for, for the evening in any event. Uh, they're using equipment at night. They're using neighbors' equipment. They're bringing in some on trucks. They're leaving a great deal of trail around them and behind them. And actually, when this first started, they were more careful in trying to wipe their trails out. They have become so audacious. They have become so apparent. They have become so... There it is, because there's no one to control them. There's no one to stop them. And so it's just out there, a ton, a long footprint of toxic behavior. Companies that are huge companies that are hired by the water authority, the electrical authority, the cable authority, these companies, one I call the, the toxic local company, TLC for short, um, digging up and doing their stuff and they're all cognizant of what they're doing. But I want us to shift our attention from just what I'm saying, the good guys and the bad guys, the light brigade and the dark forces. And listen for a moment, because every perpetrator is also a victim.
and those who have to stand by and watch. I have no doubt that in the heart of hearts of the immediate neighborhood and to these kind and decent people who have turned the other way, that in their own consciousness, in their own sense of awareness of who they are, they've become absorbed in this dreadful situation. And I have no doubt that many are very, very reluctantly involved or regret that they ever did become involved. And this is what has happened to their neighborhood just by the sheer presence of someone like myself. And that is sad. There's nothing hilarious about that. That is an extremely sad set of vibes upon the darkness and the detritus of it all. There is their sadness as well. And no human can live with cognitive dissonance for too long, except the evil ones who have no sense of awareness and whose whatever, they're dehumanized to such an extent that I have no idea if there is hope for them, nor is that my concern. But what I do have to say is that for the larger and greater part of humanity, including those who have been made complicit into these types of behavior and actions, that there is hope for that humanity. There is hope to come out of it with a great deal more of understanding of how we can be swayed and how we can be manipulated and how we can be pushed apart. And for so many of us, just for a few farthings or a few dollars worth of work done to our home or our home front, and in fact, there are many thousands of dollars. Let me put it this way. The construction on this street has not stopped since I moved in. And before that, I was told by some of the other neighbors that they hadn't been the quietest street in the world. Rarely do you see any work vehicle. So having said that, this is a call to action. It is a call for someone, somewhere, all of us, that belong to this incredible force of light, that are determined to see humanity reclaim its awareness, that we are determined to see coming into our own sentiency, that we are ready and willing to put love in the forefront regardless of what abuse we have endured or suffered, those of us that I'm speaking to. We need to start our own light brigade, not our own, but for all of humanity, and start to my suggestion is that we start with someone who's targeted in our area and that we form our own community that goes around. Now, we can't be driving around all night long, so it's a little immediate thing. We're talking about people living on one street and we're talking about the whole square block where they hide and where they take refuge. Anyway, peace be your journey. And thank you for listening.